Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are Blended Life. Welcome to tonight's podcast. Yeah, welcome you guys. We have a fun show for you stemmed from the week we've had. <laughs> yeah. As a Blended Life. And continue to have. It's like, it's just one of those never-ending blended family yeah. weekends or weeks. Yeah, a lot to do with co-parenting. A lot to do with social media and um, overcoming fears and anxieties that come along with tough co-parenting situations and boundaries, how to create them, why they're important. Um, we got a lot in this show, things. actually. So yeah. let's do it. Welcome, everyone. Yeah. Where are we going right. to start us? So first of all, something that I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. And it's, Let's it's, tell everyone about this. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I'm going to be what I would want in return. Yeah. So this isn't going to be shit talking. For sure. But. But it never is. So if it's you're not, here for and, the but drama. But I think that we can make it, <laughs> we can turn it into something positive. So it's been a really, really tough week for me. That's actually what my last, just to tout the. My last food little thought. food for thought. Mm-hmm. It was kind of about this, but also how to turn yeah. this junk into positive. So if you guys haven't seen the latest food for thought that I just put up. On it our was YouTube called channel. Social Media Master Baiters. <laughs> Go watch it. Who I came up with that all by happen. myself. <laughs> I don't doubt it. That is, that is it's about difficult. social media master baiting. So, if you guys haven't seen that, go check it out. <laughs> Leave a thumbs up. <laughs> subscribe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All the things, as Julie likes I to say. I think people aren't watching it because they're like, I don't want to see a video it's work of you masturbating. It's work safe. It it's is not, work safe. It's not in... It's child safe. It is. It really is, actually. Yeah. Anyway, it was a clever title. Good job. Thanks. So... I wanted to talk about, because right now I'm in the midst of reconsidering some of our custody agreement in our, what is it called? Settlement? Custody agreement? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, from like original divorce days. Like yeah. Your, like your OGDs. Like over six years ago when, yeah. when everything was stamped. Long time ago, yeah. Um, and so we're, we're looking at changing some things in it. And I often think about, because I, it's come up before in my life where things are asked to change. 
Um, and that's not unusual. I think that happens in everyone's lives. You I don't know? ever ask you to change. I like you just the way that's you are. That's a lie. You're perfect. You don't like how I talk to you. Um, <laughs> Only in one episode. <laughs> um, but I think that what people don't realize, and I know what isn't realized when I'm asked, or it's just not cared about or considered, is that changing custody doesn't just change, you know, you and your kids. I often notice, and I'm also like, so we're going to change how we do Christmases, right? Yeah. You well, have, now well, you, that affects yeah. how we do it in our home, how you, you know, are you going to try to change things? Are you yeah, not? Yeah, we haven't even, we haven't even came to that bridge yet. No, so, yeah. but I think that when, I think it's just, I try to be mindful of everyone involved. I try to be mindful of all three sets of parents, right? Right. There's us, there's your kids, other parents, there's my kids, other parents, and we have something that just works and we've all kind of with this current custody schedule have gotten into a groove and everyone... We have all the kids to get. We, we all worked it out. All the kids know what to expect. Yeah, we yeah. worked it out that all the kids are together. Right. When they're, when there's a holiday, and then we have holidays alone, and, and that works out. We right. don't have, it's all, it's all together or none of them. And what we're now facing is possibly having your kids when my kids aren't here on a holiday and vice versa. And, well, and we already have that in our family also, um, just our regular weekdays, because I'm week on, week off, and you're like six, yeah. eight, five, four, three. Somebody was asking me on Instagram about our custody schedule, and I really like that our, so we do have 50% custody of the kids, both sets, but our custody schedules are different. So he is week on, week off, and then I'm on a five, five, two, two plan. <laughs> Um, that was actually set, not set by me. Right. It's It was set by your ex. Yeah. But it's also been changed by your ex. Yes. At least at least one other time, right? Yes. And that's my personality is I don't like change. I'm like, I like consistency. But also you've always touted that's what kids like as well. Not that that's necessarily what they like, but what that's, that's good, what's good, good for, for them. them. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. Go look it up. It's um, a fact. It's a fact. But use, use the Google, you guys. But what I was explaining to someone on social me- social media media today is that it's really cool and it, I like our schedule. I like that it overlaps. So there's like half the week when the kids are here, they're all here together. But then there are like two days each week that each of our kids have space from each other and then just us. So it's nice that they're... They have both. They have all together, and that's, you know, a house full and, and all that. And then they also have time where it's just them in this house, and they don't have to compete for anything. They don't have to uh, be annoyed by anyone else. You know, it's just them. And Instead, that. it's you and I. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it, it it's actually works out, and I really like that for our family. But... I just think that when you're asking to change custody schedules or when your ex is asking you to change custody schedules, the ripple effect, it affects everyone. It, it affects, it's going to affect your ex possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, or it not. Could if, it, well, it could if we decide, hey, we need to revisit this and ask to change it up on that end too to make it work for our household. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is something to consider. So we haven't even talked about this yet because this is very fresh. But 
Um, I've just agreed to every other Christmas, basically. And what we used to have is we live in the same town. So my ex and I would, I'd see the he had Christmas Eve and I had Christmas Day because Christmas Eve was really big in his family. And that's just, I never wanted my kids and to again, miss out on that. And again, he was the that. one that set this up. This was his request and you just honored well, his we request. Agreed with, no, well, in the beginning, we agreed to that. That was something that... Right, but wasn't that his request because that's like their tradition? They do a lot of stuff on Christmas no, Eve? No, it wasn't like that back then for this specific holiday. Oh, okay. For this specific holiday. It was more like... What do I know? Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, so now we're, we're, we're we, Christmas on, Christmas off. And how you do Christmas is you split the day. Yeah, and we're kind of easygoing about it. It's like, well, yeah, we'll do morning here, and then the kids will be over. You know, is it work to be over at like eleven or twelve? Like, you know, you what rotate works for mornings us? usually. Like we do. If, if you have your kids morning, then she gets it the next year in the morning, and then you swap afternoons. Yep. And that works pretty well for you guys. And so now we have a situation where it's going to be odd because we're going to have just we're going to have just my kids on Christmas one year. And yeah. then not your kids. So and we'll celebrate we'll, Christmas and then we'll celebrate with my kids later. I guess. I'm not going to not celebrate Christmas <laughs> no, with my kids. No, of course kids, not. But like that's yeah, odd. Yeah. No, hey. You know, it's just going to be a different thing. Everyone's affected is, in this. The ripple effect. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But I, I guess they're doing that to themselves on the other side. But, you know, it's a shame because it's also like, I mean, do you even... Like, it's not your ex's problem, right? So, like, yeah, not at all. So, it's kind of unfair to ask anything to change when they are happy with the way things are. Yeah. And they've got another, another one on the way, too. So, she might need a little bit of flexibility in one way, shape, or form. I don't know how. I can't even think of a scenario. Yeah. But, um, I think as long as you're not stuck in a situation or, you know, we have this tradition that must be this way every holiday, which we're not. God, I you know? love that though. I'm like, you're yeah, speaking my language. I know you would, but Stop I mean, talking dirty to but me. But welcome to blended to blended yeah. life. You know, like that's not a reality anymore to have a set hundred percent tradition unless your custody schedule is set. Yeah. To allow that. Totally, and you, it's it is fluid, and you know what. The only reason I even get the only reason I'm agreeing to this isn't because of me or my ex. No, you like p- you put the kids in the forefront of all this decision. Yeah, I mean, my kids have a right to celebrate and make memories with their other family. They love their other family. They love their step siblings. They love being over there. They love the extended family, and I would never want to not give them that opportunity to go make those memories and go have that time. Is it going to suck? Of course. You know, I mean, the selfish part of me is like, no, we agreed to this. I want every Christmas and to not celebrate Christmas for, I mean, it's a day, right? So we can celebrate it later. It's just going to be a new reality. It's going to be weird. Um, But I would just, Ask everyone when you're asking for custody schedule changes in a blended family and there's other people involved, I would just be mindful of that. Right? Yeah. 
No, yeah, I mean, he, it's of like course. a public service announcement. To everyone. Please be mindful of everyone. So I'm kind of laughing because who gets this upcoming year? Yeah, we haven't discussed right? that. Are you guys going to? I'm not going to fight for it. Listen. Do what they did in Iowa. Just flip that coin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't. Anyway, we're not going to do guys. politics. But. Sorry. Iowa was a shit show. Oh, way. Yeah. Um, but I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to fight for it. I'm just kind of like whatever at this point, I'm trying to be fluid and easygoing, um, because I, I want my kids to go make memories with everyone and just hopefully you give a little kindness, you get a little kindness. Well, that's the hopes. Here's the hoping. That's another one of your sayings. I keep trying uh-huh. Although I'm painted to be the most horrible person. Have you met yourself? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, you're very easygoing. You always consider all sides of it. Um, you're The kids are always like the forefront of your thought. Like anyone would be, <laughs> anyone would be lucky to have you as an ex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I kind of, but you but know really, what? I, I mean, feel but like really that too. Though, to co- like, I'm I mean, not evil. They if, treat me like I'm evil and scary. Like, right. I can't be in the same place with you. I'm like, but you're what more do easy I do? Going than, like, you're more easygoing than I am. We just have happened to figure it out and make it easygoing to where we co-parent well. But if someone on the other end <laughs> would just like loosen up and co-parent with you, you'd probably co-parent better than 99% of the population. You can't co-parent with somebody who doesn't want to co-parent with you. Right. No. That's, that's what, what I'm, I feel That's what like. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, you're all about it. And I'm just you're, stuck. Yeah. You, yeah, you've definitely got a lot of hurdles. So, anyways. Hurt and hurdles. Yes. So. Um, turtles. Turtles. We're going to talk about boundaries next. And I'm going to go into it saying that boundaries are so necessary in co-parenting, and this is what I mean by that. Emails, text messages, there's a lot of baiting going on. There's a lot of digs, and there's a lot of manipulation, and there's a lot of, I'm disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to blended life. Well, there's yes, there's a lot of appealing to your anger and frustrations that happens. And so you create boundaries by only addressing what is necessary and not taking the bait. I don't care if they call you out in the biggest lie and say the rudest thing in an email. Or just flat out make stuff up about you. you Oh, you don't address it. Yeah, and usually they don't make it up to you. They usually make it up and they put it out for the rest of the world to see. They don't address it to you or me. Or you know what I mean? To to the person yeah. who it's about. They usually just set it up and yeah. hence is the word baiting. Yes. <laughs> They're master baiters. <laughs> you all know one. Yeah. So boundaries are super important, and I think they're more important for yourself. You need to put boundaries on what you're going to respond to and what you're not and make it super cut and dry. Don't take the bait. Do not respond to anything emotional or anything that's attacking you or any accusation. Not every accusation needs a defense, especially if it's untrue. 
you know, you saying anything back isn't going to change their mind. It will just fuel the fire and they will turn it around that you're a crazy bitch or you're an asshole or you're whatever you are. Just go ahead and leave this here. Because you've responded, you know. So what I've learned to do is just say nothing about anything that isn't yes, no, I agree, I don't agree, we're not doing this. You know, you just keep it super, super on task and super about the kids and you don't address things that are going to lead to a fight. And everyone's personalities are different. Like, I've learned I can't say anything because I'm just so over fighting. She's learning, you guys. She's learning. <laughs> yeah. So, boundaries. Boundaries also look like I got um, told in email that my ex is comfortable with emailing. And that was a boundary he set for himself because I'm super scary. And super mean and super, I don't know what I would do if I saw him. We had to have a conversation face-to-face. I you don't saw him know. face-to-face. Well, face-to-face today, he didn't even acknowledge that we were there. No, um, because I'm scary. I don't I don't quite understand this, yeah. whatever. That's his deal, but that's a boundary he set. But that was also like one of those things too. Like we went to your daughter's like first, like she wants to try out this like basketball thing. It's just a little community thing. It's not even a real team. They just go learn fundamentals and it's like, an exercise program and right. this and that. And it was like, why do you have to go to her practice? Why do you have to go there? Like, she doesn't even have real games. But you're getting questioned why you're going there. You're like, because I want to see my kid play. Because I'm a I want to show up for my kid. That was just a tactic to like, I, I don't even, I'm, yeah. It's a reverse scare tactic. <laughs> it's stupid. I don't know why would a parent want to show up and watch their kid. Do you guys show up to watch your kids? I don't know. I sure hope so. It's really odd. Whatever. So don't let the other parent scare you or shame you or manipulate you out of you showing up for your kids. Yeah. I think that is like advice everyone should take. Like, I don't care what it is or what your kid's doing or if it's the other person's sport or the other person's event or anything. Show up for your kids. They will always, always, always remember that. Yeah. I mean, my daughter told me she thinks it's a good idea I show up again. I'm like, <laughs> okay, did. I will. <laughs> she literally said, I think it would be a good idea if you came again. <laughs> okay, I will. Plan on it. But awesome. I think that um, that's actually one of my next posts that I've written for Blended Life on our Instagram is don't be bullied or manipulated out of showing up for your kids. And when you do show up for your kids because you weren't bullied out of it and you weren't shamed or manipulated out of it, Right. You make a deal with yourself that you will not engage or be a party to any negativity co-parenting during that time. You know, you keep it in that if that means you don't make eye contact and you don't say hello and you just pretend the other person is dead because that's what you need to do for no negativity, no facial expressions, right? It's about the kid. Then that's what you do. Um, Chelsea says show up and show up. Yeah, show up and show out. I was thinking other things in my mind while I was saying it. So I'm like, wait, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. you definitely have to show up. And I think a lot of people um, like to bully you out of it. And, um, you know, they don't have a right to. Like, you can don't let be there for your kids. Tell them to go mookie themselves, right, Chris? Oh, my goodness. Um, but boundaries. So I think that boundaries are super important when you're co-parenting because they protect you 
and you, they protect and keep your co-parenting relationship alive because once you digress and there are no boundaries, you know, you can, you can ruin a co-parenting relationship pretty fast. Yeah. And that was part of what my food for thought was my social media masturbators. Um, it's about learning to soften both sides of the co-parenting situation. And before you know it, it's like anything, you know, you do it a little bit, you do it a little bit, you do a little bit. And before you know it, you're just co-parenting a lot better and the situations for every uh, for everyone is a lot better. For sure. And ultimately, not only do you win, not only does the other side win, but the kids win. That's right. Yeah. So let's talk about boundaries in a marriage of a blended family. Because we had a gentleman who wrote in, actually, I feel bad, a couple, three weeks ago. And we haven't gotten to this yet. But him and his Timing fiance. Is everything. It works out. This is a good subject for tonight. So him and his fiance, girlfriend, are having a hard time creating boundaries in their home and in their marriage when it comes to step-parenting and co-parenting. I don't think she has children. And so this is her first introduction to parenting is step-parenting. And so she hasn't ever had to co-parent with someone before. And so he's kind of frustrated that... It's, you know, they're just trying to figure out how to make boundaries. And I just think that you have to say them out loud. Like, I expect you to discipline my kids or I really don't need you to. Like, I got this. Or if I'm in the home, I'll take the lead. When I'm gone and you're in the home, then you're in charge. You know, you make up kind of like a rule set of like your expectation. And you also have to ask what the other person's comfortable with. Because everyone's comfort level is different, and that's okay. So if the step-parent isn't comfortable disciplining, ease them into it. Don't make them jump into the deep end head first because it just won't go well, and they'll resent you for it. And if it ends up going badly, they'll double resent you for it. You know, you kind of have to respect each other's comfort levels. And listen to it, you know? The other part of that, too, is so this girlfriend or fiance doesn't have kids of her own. I don't think so. Okay. Let's say she doesn't, for sure. Now, you co-parenting with your ex can also cause problems because she now, at this point, doesn't understand that. She's, you know, and I'm thinking back to, like, high school, early college days, where you're dating and say you're still you're still on good terms and you're friends with your ex who like you just never really had a falling out with mm-hmm. you know um not that divorces are always that cut and dry but you have children so you have to co-parent but when you're in those old past situations and you can still get along now your new girlfriend at the time is like well why do you still talk to your ex do you still have feelings for her are you listening to your own podcast on your it. phone Sorry. um but you know what I mean? So they start bringing up things from a jealousy point of view, not yeah. understanding like why you're actually talking to um, your ex. Yeah. You know, and, and that can cause a lot of turmoil and resentment and problems within a relationship. So, again, the best way to solve that is communication and have her be a part of that communication. Maybe not directly with your ex. But when you're like, I need to co-parent something and I need to talk about this or address this, what's your input on it? You know, how do you think I should handle it? So the more you involve your partner 
in the co-parenting process, I think a little cleaner and the more comfortable, and comfortable. They, that's yeah, that's, that's a perfect way of putting it. Um, for at least your situation, yeah, it'll and, be. And something we do often, and I actually hated it in reverse. I thought it was so. <laughs> I, I know I, exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah, I was so effing annoyed because in the be- like, I was so effing annoyed I couldn't email my ex about my kids and then he would respond and cc his wife and then he started using language in all of his emails like well we have to pray about it we have to talk about it we have to really think about it Bree and i will get back to you whatever and i would it was so annoying to me because i thought it was unnecessary and like can you not just talk about your kids without checking with your wife first and then I had a completely change of heart. I'm like, wait a minute, though. This well, you is and I his... talked about this quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, well, in reverse, you know. Well, this is your, this is how, yes, he should be discussing everything with his wife, right? Right. And I think that the more you can include someone, even by a CCing them on an email, um, is awesome because then everyone just has the same information and everybody feels like they're in the loop. And that's been super helpful. It was something I had to go into kicking and screaming and super annoyed about. And then I got my heart changed on the subject, which is always a blessing. Um, Because I see, you know, but anyway, and then often we, you and I will share screenshots of conversations because who wants to like go explain things? No, it's easier for your Like here, just read what was said. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not even like as a gossip thing, like I'll do it to be like, look at, Here's times, here's a schedule. Yeah. You know, because if I try to explain this to you, you're going to forget. I'm going to I'm going to explain it wrong. It's all yeah. going to be bad. So, it I'm just going to screenshot this and send this to you. And now the ball's yeah. out of my court. I did it. <laughs> totally. So, I think that you need to include your spouse, you know, in as much of the co-parenting with the ex as possible. Unless they just don't want to hear it. You know, some people are like, you know what? I'm so sick of this. I don't even care. Yeah, but if they opt out, that's on them. Yeah. And you can respect that too. And as long as it doesn't come back to bite you. Or create, yeah. Or Yeah, or create issues. If they're like, man, I don't care. Leave me out of it. What yeah. you do is what you do. And then that's it. And they don't bring it back up. And right. it's never an issue. Like, right. okay, that works for you guys too. Yeah. You know? So creating boundaries though in your marriage... I just think you have to set, you have to say it pretty black and white, you know, and go, you can't think of everything at once, right? It, it you, it, you talk about it as it comes, you know, as situations arise. Well, the cool thing about that too, is that there'll be times that we'll do something or, or talk about something and I'm not thinking of the whole picture. I'm only thinking about one part, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to scheduling, cause you're such a, a planner and a scheduler. You know, for instance, I told someone, um, you know, that we were available on a certain day thinking like, oh, we've got nothing going on. And then you're like, wait a second, you totally have something going on. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, so for stuff like this, you know, you can be like, yeah, they can go on vacation that week. And but you're like, wait, we already have something scheduled for that, you know? Yeah. So but boundaries are super important. And I think that you just have to have the hard conversations. And then it looks different for everyone because every everyone's comfort levels are different. But you definitely when you're co parenting, have to create boundaries. And so the other person you lead by example too. so you set a boundary, 
Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not comfortable with this. And then you live it out. And the other person, if they're not completely an idiot, will catch on. And we'll start like respecting it I'm because you're it. not I'm getting it. Okay, I'm getting it. You're getting it. I'm getting it. Oh, good. It's <laughs> taking um, a little while. Oh my goodness. Okay, co-parenting communication struggles. Well, this is my life. <laughs> um. So we've been talking about this, but like not taking the bait and how to handle difficult people. And I beat a dead horse, right? Don't take the bait. That's so, so important. It'll keep your blood pressure down. It'll make you feel like well, you, know what? you are in control. Because I Here's, think that when you take the bait and you're so emotional, you feel out of control. But I know you all know? of our listeners and viewers can relate to this. You know someone that even if there isn't bait, they take the bait. And they bait themselves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're master debaters and yeah. they just want to read into everything. And if you read into things, you're going to create something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if your ex puts something out on social media or even your spouse puts something out on social media that you have nothing, that you have no idea what it's even about or pertaining. Mm-hmm. Don't read into it. Either oh, ask them. Amen. Or just let it go. Yeah. You know, like there are so many times where, and I've seen it forever. I've seen it for so, so, so long where someone reads something that someone else posted that's not necessarily directed towards them or it's a quote about something and they automatically just, that's about me. Why are they talking about me? Why are they saying this? Why are they doing this? And all of a sudden, like, there's so much chaos in your brain, in your household. And, like, they might have not even meant this about you at all. This was this had nothing to do with you. This has nothing to do with your situation. And now you have all this built-up anger and chaos and everything in your own brain, in your own relationship. And <laughs> it's really just so unnecessary. So if you can be a non-baiter, what what would be what be the opposite of a master baiter? If you can be celibate to all the drama, just I don't even know what's going on anymore, you guys. <laughs> Julie has left the building. <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can get pregnant if you're celibate. Yeah, but you can't get pregnant if you're buying into the stuff either. But if you don't buy into the stuff, you can be happy and not deal with it. Yeah. I mean, dealing with difficult people is you just have to not deal with them. I mean, if you're dealing with the difficult people, then you're doing it wrong. You know, and while you can't erase them for your life, especially your ex, you can't erase them from your life. But you absolutely can decide what you're going to address and what you're going to let go. Um, we live in a small town and it is so hard. We both have dealt with this, you know, people screenshotting things and sending it to me. Well, again, that was one of the things on yeah. the Food for Thought. Let's just go on to social media hell. Okay, before we do that, if we have anyone that's not subscribed to us, will you subscribe Please. And let me know. I want to see if this works. 
Like I set up something super special for people subscribe that subscribe, or if you're watching us on Instagram, you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, go on and subscribe. And if it doesn't work for you, if nothing special happens for you, message us, let us know, because I got to fix it. I'm like, this is week two, and it hasn't happened yet, and I'm kind of bummed. So please make my day. Please make, tomorrow's my birthday, actually. Make my day for tomorrow, please. Yeah, you. Eric, give Eric a little birthday gift and go su- subscribe oh to us. Oh, my gosh. I think I still Tell have- him happy birthday tomorrow. I think I still have birthday music from Brooke's episode. Yeah. I could play it for myself. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, social media hell. So, personally and blended life-wise, I think it's a very dicey game. I mean, personally, it used to be that I couldn't post anything. Because before I started, before I started blended life, like the Instagram page where I post like life lessons and things that I've learned and just, um, experience like before I started putting like life, general life lessons out there from my past, I used to use my own personal Inst or Instagram and Facebook page to do that. Twitter. And yeah. Because I'm always like, we are to learn from each other. And if somebody reads this and doesn't step in this pothole and twist their ankle that's awesome because I love to read about people's lessons and what they've learned so that I don't make that mistake or I get a a fresh perspective that's that is what fascinates me so I would used to put out things about you know I've been married twice before I have a I have I have a kind of big past I've been through a lot Um, and so early on in our relationship, I was doing this and people would contact Eric, like, what's wrong? Are you guys broken up? Like, and, and totally just read into absolutely everything. And it there would be things that would happen between us. And like the next morning I wake up and be like, that's pretty coincidental like that you're posting about this like why are you putting this out there on social media and then you would just completely be like no it's about this from back then and not, I'm like dude this is pretty coincidental but to my point that there's a very good chance even if it feels like it's about you it's it might not be about you yeah that or, happened a lot but even if it's about a situation that you're going through I like was getting masturbated no nothing was derogatory <laughs> see this is no, the never, thing ne- it, was it was never, never derogatory derog- no, it's always or good things it is just you know it is stuff we're learning as we go um and i just feel like you have to be super careful and be careful of who you're friends with like go through your facebook friends list and your um instagram friends list and if people aren't being positive or if people are causing problems for you it's not worth it especially yeah, but what about like not- my favorite instagram channel that i follow it's kids getting hurt <laughs> I mean, that's not positive for some but it like completely makes my day most of the time your day is made by hurting people or having <laughs> no people no hurt. no no they never they are never life-threatening injuries <laughs> and they're never your own kids Anyways. Anyway, anyway, go check out Kids Getting Hurt. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. It's a fun account. Videos. Yes. Videos of kids getting hurt. Yeah, there's there's a few actually really funny ones, but like if you're not following yeah. kids getting hurt. Because a lot of them you can relate to and a lot of them you just like, you feel, you're like, oh, 
that was my kid. Like you, like there are some gnarly ones. There are kids that get so wrecked. Yeah. Just, yeah. By themselves, by others, like situations. Are they like, masturbators too? No, this is like straight up like, <laughs> like no, like no clickbait, like kids getting hurt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I know you like to show our kids. <laughs> yeah, our kids, the kids love it. Getting hurt. It's it's, it's, uh, it's I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to say it's funny, but it's pretty funny. Okay. Go to it. Um, it's not a paid advertisement, by the way. <laughs> we don't get those. <laughs> no, I would pay to advertise for them. That was it, it's awesome. Um, yeah. So social media is dicey, and I think that when you're divorced, and when you know everybody wants to make sense of like. I, you're divorced. I remember on Facebook, I so didn't talk about my divorce that no one knew years after I was divorced. People had no idea that I wasn't with my ex anymore. Like that is how locked down I had it because I wasn't going to talk about my children's father as much as I wanted to. Oh my gosh. It is so tempting to go shout to the world how you've been wronged, how you've been hurt. I mean, even still, years and years later, like you still, there's times where you're just like. Two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is such an easy outlet just to lash out so publicly. But what good is it? Like, is it, you know, it would be one thing if you could lash out publicly and the person you're mad at reads it and just goes, you know what? You're right. Like, I had no idea. Like, I'm totally sorry. I will change everything that I've ever done. I'm going to be a better person. And Dang. thank you so much for posting that because it changed us. It's going to change me and everything's great. Dash no one ever. <laughs> right? From church. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, no, that's like, that's like a big meme thing. I know. Said no one ever. Said no one ever. So I just think that it doesn't better the situation. It only fuels the fire. And while it may feel good to throw it out there in that moment, you know, here's what also starts happening. Someone screenshots that and somebody sends it on. Somebody screenshots or calls or whatever, and this stuff gets back around to the person that you're talking about, and it just makes it worse. And then you start war. And I think when kids are involved, when you're in a co-parenting situation, the last thing that is helpful for your children is to start a war. You know, you, you need to be ending any kind of battle because the only people that lose are your kids. Yeah, because the kids are in both households. Right. And they have to hear about it from mom and then they have to hear about it from dad and then they have their own opinions about it which they're children they shouldn't be thinking about half the stuff that's put on them in these type of situations right you know and the kids get older too so now you got kids on social media looking at what's being posted and screenshotted and and the petty bitter bs and that watching gets put kids out there get hurt. yeah you know my favorite is when like a stepmom let's say goes ahead and talks about a situation that doesn't even involve her, but involves like the actual parents and puts that out there. And now you're talking about stuff that doesn't even involve you. Yep. And it's just unreal to me. But. Has this ever happened to you? I plead the fifth. Uh, I'm going to Paul Flores it. Oh, dang. 
you pleaded the fifth for everything. I know. Can I give a shout out to a podcast right yeah. now? Um, your own backyard. It's about Kristen Smart who went missing from Cal Poly. She went missing from a party. San Luis Obispo, California. Yeah, in 1996. Yep. And if you love podcasts, you will love this podcast. It is an unsolved mystery. They have not found her. True story, obviously. Yeah, it's it's a local story to us. And it's, you know, it's, um, I graduated from Cal Poly and she went there. Um, Not in the same time period I went there, but it's, um, it's a great, great podcast, and a lot of people are making a lot of efforts to get this case solved. It's 22 years or something like yeah. that. She's older than us. Yeah, it and so her parents haven't been able to put her body to rest because they don't know where it is, but they fully believe it's not a cold case, believe it or not, since 1996, yeah. there was actually it's just, still not a cold case. There was actually just breakthroughs on some search warrants a couple days ago on yeah. this. And yeah, like they've got vehicles now that they, two trucks. It's just, it's crazy. There's a lot of evidence that's coming in. There's a fine Kristen smart Facebook page. Join that. Um, I feel anyway, it doesn't even matter where you're located at. If you have Apple or Spotify and you like, um, mystery cr- crime podcast things. It's a true story. It's current, um, even though it's dated. It's really odd. Right. Your own backyard. Go check it out, you guys, and um, get involved because I think that with enough people, that can lead to tips. You know, you never know who you know, and you never know who knows what. So the more we can spread the word about this podcast and do what we can to support the cause to get her fine put pressure on the agencies to like bring justice to this case there's the a better. lot of there's a lot of weird circumstances and things that have gone on with it too that's it it's, make, it's unreal just, it's, it's unreal yeah, yeah so, so cool go listen to it um it's awesome another podcast that i have listened to that a lot of people are like it's so depressing is chasing cosby <laughs> yeah um, that's also an interesting that's podcast. So I put me. my, re- yeah, I put my recommendation to listen to that as well, but your own backyard, go check it out and then let me know what you think. You know what I really wish they bring back? What's that? The pudding pop. Do you remember Bill Cosby? And like, we're really talking go to about try the Cosby. pudding pop. <laughs> I don't have a good <laughs> Bill Cosby impression, but who doesn't, who does not remember the pudding pop? Like it was amazing. And they were like. Fruit flavored ones, and they were just—they were incredible as a kid, and they've just been gone since the nineties. Anyways, back to blended family podcasting. How Take to navigate? <laughs> Sorry for a little tangent, but um, how to navigate when you're being slandered on social media? Um, looks like you're about to break out in song. The way you hold oh. that mic ever so softly. Sorry. Um, I don't know. You're not on Facebook, and you made that choice because it was Dude, too much drama. It was drama. Yeah, so you're I'd only post on Instagram. Things about nothing, and I would get in trouble for them. Yeah, just not worth it to me. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people I know, someone who just deleted their Facebook account, a friend of mine, and she's like, for the how many how manyth time? No. Oh. It's my coworker. She deleted Facebook. She's like, I can't do it anymore. It's a lot of work. It's, it's a, a lot of job. just, it's just, she was sick of seeing the negativity. She, and how sad we use social media to spread negativity, first of all. Um, that's such a misuse of such a powerful tool. 
Jessica just said, uh, another Jessica, that she just finished all 32 podcasts up to this point. Thanks, Jessica. That is awesome. If there's anything we can talk about for you in specific that we didn't maybe already talk about, let us know. But that is awesome. And thanks. Thanks yeah, for the feedback. Thanks for the support. Yeah, and the support. And that's yeah, amazing. That's awesome. I binge stuff too, though. I know. Now she knows I, how crazy we are. I know. <laughs> are you still here? Are you listening? <laughs> you have advice for us? Yeah. <laughs> write, write, write us a little advice um, email note. Um, but anyway, so when you're slandered on social media, I think that you need, I don't know. I don't handle it well. I'm you not don't good. handle it well at all. It I'm so sensitive. You. I just want to punch a wall. All right, Kyle. I don't know who Kyle is still. I, you're Kyle. I'm a Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do well. Like if well, I. You'd hurt yourself though. No, but you listen, wouldn't break the wall and you'd hurt this yourself. is my personality. Like if I'm being a shit, if I've done something wrong, I have no problem taking ownership of that. Right. Yep. No, for real though. Yeah. I feel like that's my personality. No, like, I, really I don't know. mind. Like, yeah. I don't mind owning. You always learn from your mistakes and you'll always admit to them. I like, own my mistakes. Yeah, you're very honest like that. What I can't handle is being lied about. Or manipulated, like, well, I'm just going to say something that's half true, but make it look like you're... Because you can't defend Something that. you're not. Yeah. I can't handle mistruths about me. If you want to talk about what I did that was wrong, whatever, I own it. And it was wrong. If you really want to get under her skin, just make up a bunch of stuff about her and post it all over. Thanks. <laughs> just... Please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, no, please don't. I don't have to do that. This. Um, but I don't, I don't handle it well. And, but <laughs> the message I got today from your watch <laughs> was amazing. I was explaining a situation to my mom and it, my watch recorded it. And so it came in on a text message for him and like one long said, run on 10 a.m. Are you drunk? <laughs> I could be. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I don't handle being slandered well at all. But I went ahead on my personal Facebook page and what I did because I feel so out of control because you can't control that. That's not anything I can change. I can't go on social media and delete it. I can't talk to everybody who possibly saw it. Um, I can't. And I, people are walking around with a false narrative about me and that really hurts. Like that, that really bothers me because I think that for me all I want to be is known like the good and the bad I don't mind being known for the things that I do wrong or the things that I do good but that is my heart like I have a wound that needs to be known so when people don't know me and it's a bad in a bad bad light or think I'm really great at something and I'm not that also equally bugs me like no I'm not that wonderful don't think that about me. That's not true. Um, so what <laughs> I did. I've seen you do that before where you're like, don't give me credit for that. Or yeah, I don't like, like that. Things. I don't like people thinking things that aren't factual about me. Like I'm not. I just prefer not to think. Yeah. So, but what I did do because I felt so out of control and so pissed is that I was like, I went 
to Facebook and I asked for prayer. I'm like, I didn't say for what, right? I'm not going to go fuel that fire, but I was like, I'm really struggling right now. And for you guys, can you please just pray for wisdom, for freedom from anxiety and fear, and also strength? And you know what? It worked. That's why she hits the gym every morning at 5 (laughs) a.m. You would think I'd be a lot thinner. Um, Very, very, very fit. Yeah. Flex for him. No, oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> so anyway, I think that, you know, I think that you need to call on people to help you because when left to your own devices, I think your mind's a pretty horrible place sometimes. And I think they can get Speak the best of yourself. you. You know, for me, yes. So I asked for prayers. I asked for... um you know, just goodness to come my way. And I will tell you, I have calmed down a lot and the situation hasn't gone away. It's not like it didn't get posted or it got retracted or, you know, whatever it is, but I don't feel upset about it anymore. And I think that that is something that I do that really helps me to in something I'm going to utilize a lot more. Now, let me tell you, right. I ask for prayers. He's getting phone calls. What's wrong with Julie? Well, and I just yes, feel yes, like, yes, but yes, it causes yes, yes, problems. But here you go, taking it like out of context. It was someone that was genuinely concerned about what you were posting about, and it's someone close enough to us to have to be able to care. It's not someone that doesn't reach out to us on a daily basis. It was someone reaching out to find out, like, is everything going on all right with you guys? Is there anything I can do? It comes from a good place. It does, so but the first reaction was like, what's wrong baiter. with your marriage? It was not that's that. That's what you told me. Oh, my gosh. Are but you guys it, okay? It's the game of telephone. Yeah, yeah. That's not, it's not at all where it came from. Yeah, but I'm just saying, so it's like you can't even put like a prayer request out on, it's just, it comes <laughs> with the, it comes with the territory. You can, but you got to be ready for it. It's social media. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that you need to ask for, to be surrounded by goodness and positive and then also when you is can zen a real thing zen yeah what is it sounds like something that like would be in zen that, in that in that uh sentence you were just oh. saying <laughs> i don't know i, I think zen is just like peaceful isn't it a place is it a person place or like a thing zen like i don't i think i need I to start really new games oh, okay and this could be one what Please is zen? don't know i don't know you why don't you tell us what zen is what is a mookie I'm not saying that on air. We made it. Not we. Not we. (laughs) Again, don't want credit. Don't want think. I don't want anyone thinking that I made made up a word. He didn't mean to go to Urban Dictionary. But he's an accomplice in this. Whether you like it or not, Chris, you are. Oh dear God, an accomplice. Yeah, we were. Yes, the the Dodgers. Right, we've lost a lot. We've gained a lot. But you have gained a Mookie. Yeah, so Eric makes up what, so if you want to know what Mookie is, go to Urban Dictionary. It's very naughty, and you can see what his contribution to Urban Dictionary is. They approved it. Oh, they, like within like minutes. They're like, this is genius? It was like, boom. How do you spell Mookie so people can M-O-O-K-I-E. look at it? M-O-O-K-I-E. Good luck, you guys. You're going to have dirty thoughts the rest of the night. Let's get this going viral. Oh my gosh. All right. I could I wish I could explain it on here. You I can't. truly can't. Otherwise, you truly can't. I would have to be out don't. more than what I normally have to. 
Okay. So when you're, what is your advice to people who are slandered on social media? Don't take the bait. Like really, like you need to, well, first of all, if you're getting slandered on social media by someone, most likely you don't follow them. If you do unfollow them, like get them out of your life, get rid of them. But if you are getting slandered by someone on social media who, how are you, how are you finding this out? And that's part of, again, this is part of my food for thought. Like if it's your friend sending you screenshots or you're hearing it from other people, let them know, like, unless I am in harm's way and someone is out to get me, like they're going to physically harm me or my kids are in harm's way. I don't want to know about this. Get this stuff out of your life. Like why, you know? Don't buy into it. Don't let it consume you. Don't read into it. Like, there they go again. Like, live your life better than what these people are doing. Do what they do or see what they do and don't do it. Do what they do. do Yeah, I misspoke. But that's that's advice I've been sitting with. Make like a tree and leaf. Yeah, that's good. I've been sitting with that. Does anyone say that anymore? Only you do. I just did. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say that again. Make like a baby and head out. (laughs) I love that you one. You all actually. visualized that, didn't I you? I know. I didn't head out. I got cut out. Boom. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I've been sitting with that because that is something that you've said on your masturbator thing, and that you told me when whoa, I was whoa, struggling. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It wasn't masturbating. It was masturbating. Okay. Like you say it like it's one word. This is definitely a two-word thing here, people. <laughs> all right. Get your Master mind out of the gutter. Baiting is that better? Yeah. Okay. But it is, it's, yes, tell your friends you don't want to be notified of anything. You don't want to be masturbated. Yes. And it's hard because friends think that they're looking out for you. Friends are like, can you, this is being said about you. And it used to be, and it probably still is my personality. Like, I don't like surprises. Like, I don't like being caught off guard because we're in a small town. And let me tell you, it's happened. I've been grocery shopping and somebody will walk up to me because everyone knows everyone here and be like. How long did it take us to go grocery shopping today? Can I finish my story? Sorry. (laughs) So, anywho, I have had people come up to me in the effing grocery store and be like. Like today. Can you believe what's being said? Or I can't believe this being said about you. And I just, and when I'm caught off guard, I look like an asshole. I feel like an That's asshole. The wrong button. You are one pathetic loser. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. I feel like wow, one like pathetic start, loser. Like, how do I off. not know this is being, and I hate that. I hate looking like a deer in headlights. And so part of me is like, I like that my friends have my back and know me so that if I know this is being put out there, when somebody else who doesn't know me so well confronts me with it because this shit happens here, then I am not shocked or a deer in headlight or I can pretend it doesn't bug me. I can pretend I'm fine with it because a lot of it is faking it, right? Um, And so it's a double-edged sword. Like, yes, he, I was kind of pissed at Eric, right? Because I'm upset. I'm upset and he's like, oh, but you're a woman. You like the drama. 
<laughs> you're a woman. You like the drama, right? You're a woman. It always you gets like drama. So That's what it always you gets said. so like, twisted. But yes, you but want no, your friends yes. to keep sending it to you because you like the drama. You're I don't a woman. want. Yeah, I'm, that is what he said. It's totally what I said. It's totally what he it said. Is. Look at him. I'm like I'm admitting it. Yes, it's totally what I said. And it, I'm like, it is, but son of a bitch, dude. Right, like it's. Yes, if I'm yes, so small-minded, yes. if I'm that small-minded that, like, I'm all about the drama, like, do you know me at all? Right. First of all, however, don't be derogatory that women, men like drama. Oh, here we go. Yes, women know no, that men gossip and like drama just as much, if not more. Yeah, which is why I only have, like, one friend. Thanks for being my friend, Chris. No, really, though. But you know what? My my point to that was, mm-hmm. and yes, I was being super sexist. It just wasn't helpful in the moment. Sexist. Like, I'm upset, and then he's going to say that, and didn't. I'm but, like... But look at I'm like, this type of stuff know, happens. Like, to, it, like read com- between the lines. And it comes from the Wait. same people. Like, tell these people read to leave it alone. Lines. Like, you're letting it... All right, Captain <laughs> Spock. <laughs> read between the lines. Get it? Yes, I get it. I get it. Yes. Thanks, thanks third grader. Um... <laughs> Ask someone to, if someone's sending you this stuff and it's getting so far under your skin and you're like, I just hate seeing this and it hurts my feelings and it's not true. Like, tell your friend, like, why are you being in that voice for? Use your normal voice. I'll use your normal voice. And they just keep sending this to me. And all oh, this physical violence on here now. I don't even have a button for that. Anyways, tell your friend to knock it off. Like, tell them it hurts my feelings. I can't handle this. It ruins my day. It ruins my night. It ruins my <laughs> life because I don't have any kids today. I don't have any kids today and I don't have any kids tomorrow. And this is going to consume us for the next 48 hours. And I'm going to rant and rave about it even when I get into work. And then I'm going to send my husband some off the wall random text about this that makes him think that I'm drunk because I'm still complaining about this that happened not just 48 hours but now 72 hours ago I was talking about well it all came over blurred together no it was about basketball tell your friends not about the social media thing it's all keep up all relevant Mm -hmm, tell your mm -hmm, friends mm -hmm. to knock it off you knock it off like stop I think husbands want us to tell our friends to knock it off I'll tell your friend to knock it off. Can I tell your friend to knock it off? No. Dude, you're mean. So? No. It's not I don't I don't need the friends. I have my friend. (laughs) I I will Do you Mookie him? I I mean maybe. You guys made up Mookie. (laughs) Yeah, we made we made that up. So stupid. He's all I have nothing to do with this. Anyway, okay, we're not being helpful at all. Maybe we're just acknowledging that social media is hard. Social media is the devil. It kind of is. Oh my gosh. What was the Instagram thing I read to you before we got on air? Did, did you fall from heaven? <laughs> That's okay. So did Satan. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. I gotta, like, I'm go straight, like, Well, we're talking about like, things. I'm getting all fired up. Uh, and then I just have an F-bomb on the teeth tip of my tongue it feels so good all right someone's getting mooky tonight (laughs) (laughs) if you guys go look that up can you comment below or send me a message or whatever what is your instagram handle so people can follow you oh i changed it (laughs) hi i'm eric 
Hi, I'm Eric Stoltz. S-T-O-L-Z. Yeah. Go you can find, find it on Eric. Blended Life. It's just me standing in front of a Christmas tree. <laughs> with a <the> bow. <laughs> with a bow wearing wrapping paper only. <laughs> one of those were superimposed. You guess which one. <laughs> he did. We had a Christmas party. And... I normally dress up for our Christmas he parties, but like wears something the stupid Santa onesie or something or something. I have like suits and like Santa suits or a dildo. Hey, what it you, was, it the was Christmas the dough. Mis- it was a missile dough, missile dough that everyone had to open their presents <laughs> under. But we're trying to keep this kid friendly here, family friendly. So anyway, everyone comes to our Christmas party, and Eric's in normal clothes. And they were like, why are you in normal clothes? Like, you know, it was pretty disappointing. They expected more from you. Everyone was mad at me. Everyone was like, this is stupid. We're leaving. We did not get what we paid for when we came to your house. I didn't even make them pay. So Eric goes upstairs. He strips his clothes off, comes back down in nothing. But he had wrapped a sheet of wrapping paper around his waist. (laughs) Anyway, I guess it's funnier than... You had to be there. I don't know. You had to be there. Anyways, you can follow <laughs> me on there. Yeah, and then it's the only way you can follow. I have a new channel that we're starting that I haven't told you about yet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and it's going to be the De La Poofinga channel. And Why? It's, it's going to be awesome. I'll tell you guys all about it when Why? it airs. I streamed live once. Are you Fortnite? Once. You're Fortnite. It's not going to be a Fortnite channel, though. What's it going to be of? It's going to be amazing, and I'll tell you guys about it as soon as it happens because I don't want someone to take this idea. Are you going to tell me? Oh, of course. But it's. it's, When did you come up with this idea? Like, not that long ago. Like, yesterday. And you haven't told me. Have we talked yet? You've been talking. Okay, so this is funny. You've been complaining about all this social media junk. Well, hang on. This is funny because we're in the grocery store tonight and we run into somebody who actually is like listens or what, you know. Yeah. She's, we've got, I know her from school like for years. So anyway, we run into her and I'm like, yeah, our podcast is awesome because it's the, like we get to talk for like a solid hour once a week. No, you said because it's the only time we get to talk. For a solid hour. And then you went on to that after oh, I complained about it. Oh, for crying out loud. So anyway, and he's all, oh, look, we've been talking all day. He loves He loves to make me look like an asshole. No, that is not the truth. And I and can't I, press the <laughs> button now because I have other things going. But but anyway, and so, but look, you've been holding on to this magnificent because idea. Because I haven't, I haven't had even time to get me, a word in edgewise But apparently here. we've been talking for like we hours go, you guys. all day. If we haven't even finished our list. I'm I'm sending us out, man. Time is money. Well, we didn't even finish our list. Sorry, Next guys. week, you guys, part two. Subscribe so you can <laughs> be part of part two. Give us a thumbs up. Go to our Instagram, our Facebook. I will tell you guys all about the new channel as oh, soon as Jessica says there's many different definitions of Moki. Oh, you need to go to the last one. Look up the definition by De La Poofinga. It's legit. Anyways. You guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. F my life. F her life. It's his birthday tomorrow. So if you guys are on social media, he'll be 38. No, I won't. I'll be 12. Go say happy birthday. Whatever. I appreciate it. Thanks. We love you guys. We out. Bye, you guys.
Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.